If you're looking for a podcast that has two people talking about movies they've watched, well, I'm afraid you've come to the wrong one. However, this is Comedy, Tragedy, Marriage. Welcome to Comedy, Tragedy, Marriage, a different episode this time. I am Stan the Movie Man. I review films at StanTheMovieMan.com as well as for WIMZ.com on a monthly basis. You can find me on Twitter at MovieManStan, and you can find the podcast CT Marriage also on Twitter. That's at the letter C, the letter T, marriage. Um, and uh, this week's a little different. Uh, Maud the Dizzy Broad uh, is um, not dizzy because she's uh, goofy and loopy and silly. She's dizzy because she's dizzy. Uh, she has vertigo and she just didn't quite feel up to recording an episode this week. Uh, we are having things checked on, so we'll keep you up to date with that. However, it's just me this week on Comedy Tragedy Marriage, um, so uh, when she's up to it, we will record an episode. It will still be her turn to pick whatever movie. She likes to keep me in the dark on those things till the last minute. Um, but... Um, so this is going to be a shorter than normal episode, and instead of talking about uh, a movie that one of us has picked and uh, give you the rundown on it and discuss why we liked it, loved it, or hated it, um, it's just going to be me talking about things we've watched. I watched Brahms, The Boy 2. It is a sequel to the 2016 film The Boy about a creepy doll. Uh, this time, the creepy doll is found by uh, a young boy out in the woods. It is partially buried. He digs it up, and the boy seems to be, or the, the doll seems to be taking over the boy um, and terrorizing his family. Uh, this isn't a very good movie. Actually, it's worse than not very good. It's actually pretty awful. Um... I didn't see The Boy initially. I, I read the Wikipedia page for it uh, before I went to see Brahms, The Boy 2. And then, after I saw the sequel, I watched the original. Now, while that movie isn't terribly good, it is significantly better than its sequel. Uh, even though the same director and the same writer made this film, they seem to have forgotten what movie they made uh, as they have changed many things from the original uh, in this sequel and then by the end of the film they have changed the things they changed in the second film it uh, is it's also it commits the worst sin a horror movie can commit in that it is boring Nothing much happens, and as far as any sort of uh, scares of the uh, long-simmering tension or jump variety, they are missing from Brahms the Boy 2. I really didn't like this movie. Um, it isn't worth your time and, and money, and that is why I gave it one star. You can check out my review at StanTheMovieMan.com. 
This week, uh, me and Maude, we uh, sat down and watched a comedy special on Netflix from Tom Papa. It is called You're Doing Great. Um, and Tom Papa is not a flashy stand-up comedian. He doesn't run back and forth across the stage. I don't believe he ever pulled the mic out of the stand, and the most movement he did was when he leaned over and got a drink of water. But uh, this is a really good special. He uh, is just a sort of... He comments on life. He doesn't, you know, try to make up weird stories... Uh, he doesn't, even when I'm sure some of the stories he told, he made up, but uh, they aren't out of the realm of possibility. It's it's very um, easy to believe what he is talking about is thing are, are things that he has experienced. Um, it, it is not the funniest special I've ever seen, but it's very relatable, and uh, we enjoyed it quite a bit. That is Tom Papa, You're Doing Great. Also, I finally got around, if I hadn't talked about this earlier, uh, to finishing the Kevin Hart documentary limited series called Don't F This Up. And the amazing thing about it is in practically every, every episode, he manages to F things up. Uh, the final episode is talking about um, his um, Oscars um, uh, controversy about his old tweets. And he is adamant through most of this episode uh, that he has already apologized, he doesn't have to apologize again, he shouldn't be forced to apologize again, and he refuses to do it, and that's why he... Uh, stepped away from hosting the Oscars. Now, apparently, um, over the course of time and in conversation with other people, he finally figured out that it wasn't just saying, I am sorry. It, it, it was about understanding the pain of uh, people in the LGBTQ plus community, especially people of color in that community, and how they suffer higher levels of violence against them and how they suffer higher levels of homelessness because uh, teenagers get thrown out of their homes when they come out of the closet to their parents. And um, it, he seems, at least in this special, that his production company, or this documentary, that his production company produced and uh, presented on Netflix, that he got it. Maybe. Since he shot these episodes, he's he seems to have said something else um, uh, in regards, I believe, to Little Nas X uh, about him coming out of the closet and being an openly gay uh, rapper and uh, music star. And um, so there is some question as to whether he learned anything at all. But... Um, I did enjoy seeing sort of the behind the scenes, even if it is behind the scenes that he was in control of the whole time, as it was his production company that made the documentary. So it's, I believe, six episodes. They're all around a half an hour long, maybe a little more in some cases. Um, and it's just kind of 
interesting to see behind the curtain as this massive comedy and entertainment superstar is traveling around the world, is on the phone trying to make deals, um, is surrounded by this uh, group of friends who are also co-workers, who are also employees of his um, in his um, production company. And it's, it's an interesting special. Now, whether you like Kevin Hart or not, or whether you um, think that he screwed up with his Oscar thing, and I quite frankly believe he screwed up uh, in his handling of the Oscar controversy, then uh, it's still worth watching because there is at least the appearance that both sides of the argument are being shown. So that's Kevin Hart, Don't F This Up, a six-part documentary uh, series on Netflix. Um, and Maud finished up the series Interrogation, which is on CBS All Access. I caught the last... Uh, I caught a few minutes of the uh, final episode. I had not been watching it with her. But uh, it actually, that last few minutes kind of caught my attention. I may have to go back and revisit it. It is. Uh, it, it follows a cold case. Not a cold case. It, it follows a case that appears to have been mishandled by the police. And somebody is in prison for a murder they did not, or they maybe didn't commit. Um, and it jumps around in time, not only per episode, but within episodes, uh, following uh, a, the uh, detective who is um, in charge of this case from his childhood, uh, like from infancy, uh, through the conclusion of this case and uh, it looked really interesting so I may have to go back and check that out if you are subscribed to CBS All Access then you might want to check out Interrogation uh, and of course there's also all the good Star Trek stuff on um, CBS All Access uh, if you haven't seen the first two seasons of Star Trek Discovery you will want to check that out and um, Picard is approximately halfway through its first season. Uh, it's getting interesting, and it's also nice to see some of the uh, stars from the other shows that are being brought in. For instance, Jerry Ryan has uh, been on uh, as Seven of Nine from Voyager, um, and uh, we've uh, seen Brett Spiner as Data from Next Generation. Uh, in some dream sequences. Uh, we apparently will be getting uh, Commander Riker, or Captain Riker, I suppose, and Deanna Troy. Uh, they will be making an appearance, at least that's shown up in some uh, promos for the show. They haven't been on yet. And there is even talk, because of the release of a uh, prequel book to the series, which I believe is being treated as canon, that uh, perhaps, perhaps, in a season or two, Michael Dorn will show up uh, as the captain of the Enterprise. For you Trek fans, that's kind of a big deal. For the rest of you, I know you don't care. So, 
Um, if if you've been waffling on CBS All Access, I I enjoy it. You've got the reboot of uh, the Twilight Zone. Um, you can watch you know every episode of the original Perry Mason. Um, you can watch all the old Star Trek series. Uh, they're all on there. Um, so you know if 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 that's something that interests you, it is worth the money, in my opinion. All right, that's going to take care of the what we've watched. Um, let's get into some news headlines. And one of the biggest stories that's been going on for a couple of years, it feels like, or a year anyway, uh, Harvey Weinstein was found guilty on Monday of committing a criminal sexual act and third-degree rape, but acquitted of two counts of predatory sexual assault. Those two counts would have put him in prison for life had he been found guilty. The jury of seven men and five women deliberated for four and a half days before reaching the verdict on Monday morning. Weinstein faces a maximum of 25 years in prison on the charge of sexually assaulting Miriam Haley at his Soho apartment on July 10, 2006. He was also convicted of third-degree rape on the charge of assaulting Jessica Mann, an aspiring actress and hairdresser who accused him of raping her at a Doubletree Hotel in New York on March 18th of 2013. The jury found, however, Weinstein not guilty of the two more serious charges of predatory sexual assault, which carried a potential sentence of 10 years to life in prison. The jury also found Weinstein not guilty of first-degree rape of Mann, indicating they believed he raped her, but that he did, did not use, quote, forcible compulsion, unquote, to do so. The verdict indicates that the jurors did not believe beyond a reasonable doubt that Weinstein had raped and assaulted actress Annabella Sciorra at her Gramercy Park apartment in the early 1990s. Hulu, oh, wait a minute, not that one yet. We'll get to that. Uh, first, though, uh, this, this broke not too long before we recorded the pod, before I recorded the podcast. Uh, Bob Chapek, a 27-year Disney veteran who heads the company's parks division, has been named CEO of Disney, succeeding Bob Iger. The timing of the news and the selection of Chapek came as a big surprise on Tuesday afternoon to many of in the entertainment industry. Iger will continue as Disney chairman the, through the end of his contract on December 31st, 2021. Disney said Iger would continue to lead the company's creative endeavors. JPEG takes the helm of CEO as of today, which led to some wonderings on Twitter. Why is uh, something like this, this change of the guard at a massive entertainment company, why did it happen so quickly? Normally these things are discussed and thought about and, uh, you know, uh, pondered by people within the industry for long periods of time. Uh, we know well in advance that somebody is going to step down, especially somebody of the stature of Bob Iger, usually a year or two in advance. And this just happened at the end of the day today. So it's very weird. I also just realized that I hadn't taken a break yet. So let's do that now. We'll be back with more Comedy Tragedy Marriage right after this. Welcome back to Comedy Tragedy Marriage, the solo edition. I am your host, Stan the Movie Man, and we are doing headlines. Hulu has nabbed exclusively uh, U.S. streaming rights to Parasite. 
the film that has made history as the first foreign language film to win Best Picture at this year's Oscars. Under a deal with indie studio Neon, Parasite will be available on Hulu beginning Wednesday, April 8th. That is uh, according to the Disney-controlled streamer. Uh, the movie from filmmaker Bong Joon-ho won four Academy Awards for Best Picture, International Film, Best Director, and Original Screenplay. Bong wrote the film with a, a collaborator, uh, Jin Won Han. The film explores inequality in South Korea following an impoverished, literally basement-dwelling family posing as qualified professionals to gain long-term employment with a wealthy family. If you haven't seen Parasite, it is uh, still playing in some theaters. It is available to stream on all of the uh, uh, pay streaming services and uh, will soon be on Hulu. If you haven't seen this film, I encourage you to do so and go into it with no more than uh, more, no more information than what I gave you. It is an astounding film in that it is never predictable. And when you think you figured out what the movie is about, that is not what it's about. It is about something else entirely. Um, the trailer, to be honest, makes it look like a horror movie. Uh, psychological uh, horror movie, but it isn't that really, kind of, exactly. It is it is a spectacular film, and uh, again, <clears throat> go into it with as little information as possible. You'll be doing yourself a favor. Well, it is happening. The Friends cast is reuniting for an exclusive, untitled, unscripted special on HBO Max. Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox, Lisa Kudrow, Matt LeBlanc, Matthew Perry, and David Schwimmer will return to the original Friends soundstage, Stage 24, on the Warner Brothers studio lot in Burbank to celebrate the long-running series, which ended its run in 2004. Sources close to the situation told Variety magazine the six stars will receive at least $2.5 million apiece for participating in the special. The reunion has been hotly anticipated with speculation about the HBO Max special swirling since last fall, just months after the Warner Media-created subscription video-on-demand platform nabbed the streaming rights to the show from Netflix in a deal with Warner Brothers Television. All ten seasons of the comedy left Netflix at the end of 2019, meaning that Friends has thus far not been available to stream in the U.S. this calendar year, at least not until HBO Max launches in May. The special, as well as all 236 episodes of Friends, will be available upon the streaming service's debut. They will no doubt be a high-profile part of HBO Max's appeal as it tries to attract subscribers. Though the sitcom aired its series finale over 15 years ago, third-party market research has said Friends is one of Netflix's most-watched shows. And as previously reported, Warner Brothers Home Entertainment told Variety, sales of physical and digital versions of Friends have roughly tripled since news broke that it would be leaving Netflix. We just can't get enough of that young couple on a break. 
Uh, speaking of breaks, that's going to take care of it for this abbreviated edition of Comedy Tragedy Marriage. Hopefully Maud will join me next week. Hope I'm feeling better. Uh, but uh, until then, please follow us on Twitter uh, at CT Marriage. You can follow me at Movie Man Stan. You can send us emails, comedy tragedy marriage at gmail.com. If you have suggestions for films or documentaries or shows you would like us to watch and discuss, please send them to us at that address, comedy tragedy marriage at gmail.com. And tell us why you think we should watch them. Why do you, <clears throat> excuse me, why do you love that particular show and why do you think we should watch it? Uh, show or movie or documentary, whatever. Uh, please, uh, it, of course, you are listening to this, so you have downloaded it or gone to anchor.fm to listen to the show. But if you would be so kind, please go to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review. That would um, do, do a lot to encourage more people to listen to the show. And, uh, and I want to thank all those folks who have uh, joined me on Twitter. My, uh, um, the people following me has gone up a fair amount over the last couple of weeks. So thank you very much. I appreciate that. And our listenership at Comedy Tragedy Marriage has also gone up. Hopefully this little aberration of a single uh, host episode won't cause everyone to flee screaming to other podcasts. But, uh, don't worry, Maud will be back before you know it, and hopefully uh, she, the room won't be spinning when she joins me next time. However, um, until next time, thank you very much for listening, and later! Yay!